0: Hi and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast where we explore how we can better understand our thoughts, feelings and actions, change our results and feel less alone as we navigate this crazy little thing called life. My name is Emily Chadbourne and I recorded this episode live in my free Facebook group, Unashamedly Human with Emily Chadbourne. If you're not a member yet, head to the show notes to join this global community and you'll be able to join me live next week as I record the next episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. Make sure you follow me on Instagram too, Unashamedly Emily, and enjoy this episode. Dear Em, I sign up for lots of courses, workshops and retreats. Then I get really overwhelmed and I end up doing none of the work. I scroll through the internet or I watch Netflix instead. I've heard you talk about self-parenting and I'd love you to speak more to that if possible. So just let me know if you are watching, if this resonates with you, like throw me some love hearts. If you resonate with this feeling of being like, I sign up for all this stuff or I do all these courses, but then I never actually implement the work and sometimes I don't even do the work. And, or maybe it's not even, maybe you're not course junkie. Maybe it's like, you just, you know that you let yourself off the hook a lot of the time. So you find yourself doing the comfortable thing instead of the thing that you think you should be doing, whether that be watching the TV, chilling out on Instagram, whatever it might be. Okay, so loads of love hearts coming in here as well. Okay, so this question really resonates. So I wanna talk about this idea of self-parenting because I talk about it a lot with the women in the hub. It is. The way to take action is to understand that you are a custodian of your life. You are the custodian of your body. You are the custodian of your action. You are the custodian of your mind. You are the custodian of your thoughts. And that means that you need to take a kind of like a higher stance on yourself. So the way I look at it, and this is gonna sound a bit weird, but just roll with it for a second, is the way that I see it is that like, I'm like a Barbie doll or like a babushka doll, you know? So inside the physical vessel of Emily Chappell, there are all of these different versions of me. Some of these versions of me are like wild and crazy and just wanna have a good time and eat all that chocolate. And some of these versions of me are really studious And they want to learn all the things and they want to make sure everything is right and they want to make sure everything is perfect and they want to make sure that I get all of this stuff done. And then there are some versions of me that are really maternal and really loving and really kind and really compassionate. And then there are other versions of me that are just downright bitchy and mean girls and like judgmental and like angry. I've got all of these different versions of Emily existing in me like Barbies, right? Like outdoor Barbie, or caravan Barbie, or workshop Barbie. Like there's all of these different versions of Emily. And my job is to manage all of them. A bit like a parent who has to manage all of her children. And this for me is what, self-parenting is all about. It's recognizing that inside me, there's all of these versions and they all, they they contradict each other. There's a part of me that wants to be really studious and wants to get all my work done today and wants to overachieve. And then there's a part of me that doesn't want to do any of that actually, wants to rebel, wants to go out and spend money that she doesn't have on clothes that she doesn't need and eat meals that she's not hungry for. Like there's all these different versions, existing, coexisting at the same time now the higher purpose of me the 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 being part of me that isn't even emily Chample in my incarnation the bit of me that's bigger than that that the soul the spirit the governance of me has to parent those individual parts of me that's my job That's my soul's mission, right? People talk about their purpose and what's my mission here on planet Earth? And your mission is to fucking control yourself, man. It's to know which bit of you needs to come out at what time. That's your mission. People ask me what my job is all the time. I'm like, my mental health. That's my job. My vocation, the thing that generates income is that I share with other people how I manage my own mental health. (laughs) Like it's like my full-time job, my purpose on this planet is to look after myself, first and foremost. And if everyone took up that purpose, the world would be a much nicer place and we would have less people running around going, I don't know what I'm here for. Like, Fuck it, man, you're here to to love yourself and manage yourself. End of. You don't need a careers advisor to tell you that shit, man. So anyway, that's a completely different episode. If, like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Fry-yay emails. They're jam-packed with awesomeness and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday. The first thing is that what I don't think self-parenting is is being a disciplinarian. So quite often I will hear people being like, oh, I need to parent myself more because I need to not do these things. And so I just want you like, just to imagine right now, a parent who is really discipline focused and who's always saying no to their children. And in the saying of the no, is kind of like restricting the child from growth, not really allowing that child to fully express itself or like just constantly being in that like, you're a stupid, you're an idiot. Where do you think you are? You shouldn't do live life. Like that's not a good parent, that's a tyrant. And so that's not what self-parenting is. Self-parenting isn't disciplining yourself. What it is, is it is understanding that you need to do what's best for you and not what feels the best for you. So what feels best for me when my alarm goes off in the morning is to roll over and go back to sleep. What feels best for me is to sit on the sofa and not do any exercise. What feels best for me is to eat the chocolate cake and not the salad. But what is best for me is to get out of bed and ensure that my morning routine is done without exception every morning so that I can maintain good mental health. What is best for me is that I get off the sofa, raise my heartbeat, stretch my body and clear through my system, my energetic systems. What is best for me is that I eat a whole and healthy balanced diet. That's what's best for me. And so there's the distinction between being a disciplinarian and doing what is best for yourself. And again, like, just imagine that you've got a parent who's like, every time their kid says, I want some chocolate, mum," they go, yeah, go on then. You can have a chocolate, but go on in. Right? Massive difference. A parent who never lets their kid have chocolate or a parent who always lets their kid have chocolate. We don't want to be either of those parents. We want to be somewhere in between. It is about with love and compassion doing what is best for us at all times. Um, the other thing it's not is getting away with murder. So um, we've probably all seen that parent, where their kid's shit does not stink, <laughs> and their kid has just like smacked another kid in the face, and they've just been like, "No, oh, look at you, look at you, little Brad," and little Brad's a fucking dick, and little Brad is going to grow up to be an asshole because their parent didn't know how to control their behaviour, or, or or teach that child how to control their own behaviour. So self-parenting is not letting ourselves get away with murder. It's not about coddling ourselves in that way. What it is, is it is about being really kind and really compassionate. It's about saying, hey, Brad, I just saw you hit that kid in the face. How do you think that would feel if you were that kid? How do you think it would feel if you got hit in the face like that? It's about encouraging empathy. It's about taking little Brad and asking him to look at somebody else's point of view so that he doesn't necessarily beat other kids up in the playground. Or if maybe Brad himself is being beaten up, it's about teaching Brad how to stand up for himself against the bullies, whilst also understanding that, actually, Brad, do you think those bullies are happy when they say those horrible things to you? Do you think they're happy in themselves? It's about understanding other people. It's about teaching compassion to yourself and teaching empathy to yourself. The other thing that self-parenting is not is that it's not a degrading, controlling thing. So it's not berating yourself because maybe you didn't get up and go to the gym today. We don't then just be like, you're a fucking worthless piece of shit. Who do you think you are? What did I I told you to get out of fucking bed and go? That's not self-parenting either. That's just beating up on yourself and it's never going to get you anywhere. But what self-parenting is, again, it's really encouraging. So it's saying, hey, you didn't get out of bed today. Okay. How does that feel for you now? Do you feel like... You showed up for yourself today? Do you feel like you let yourself down a bit today? Oh, I feel like I let myself down a bit. Okay, that's okay. What are we going to do tomorrow to make sure that doesn't happen again? How can I support you, me, (laughs) to make sure that doesn't happen again? It's a bit like, you know, when you see like a two-year-old learning to walk and the two-year-old falls down, right? Stumbles and falls down. What we don't say is, well, you're a fucking idiot, two-year-old child who just fell over. We say, "Oh my god, look, you took three steps by yourself. You did three steps by yourself. That's amazing. Can you do four? Should we try for four now?" That's how we encourage a 2-year-old to walk. But with ourselves, we don't have that narrative. We try something new, we do something different, we put ourselves out there, we speak our truth, we assert a boundary, we take a risk in business, and we take a step, we f- and then we fall. And we sit there and we're like, you fucking idiot, to ourselves. Instead of going, wow, look at that step you just took. You're so brave. Now let's get back up and try again. That's the conversation that we need to be having with ourselves as a parent. And I think when it comes to like, to bring it straight back specifically to this question, you said the word, you know, I get really overwhelmed and I end up doing none of the work. And the way that I liken this is like, have you ever like had a problem and then you've gone and like bought a self-help book? You've like, right, I've got this problem with X, Y, or Z, or, you know, I'm feeling like this, or I wanna have more confidence. I'm gonna go into the bookshop and I'm gonna browse the shelves and look, here's a book about how to have more confidence, or here's a book about how to have more emotional resilience, or here's a book about, and then I'm gonna buy the book and then I'm gonna go home and I'm not gonna read it, but I immediately feel better because I've bought it. So I feel I can convince myself that I have done something. Now, a parent, a good parent goes, I love that you've bought that book. I think it's amazing that you've bought, I can see your willingness, and I think that's phenomenal. Now, with love and compassion, you have to take some action on this book. You have to open it up and read the pages and do the work, babe. Because otherwise, you're still gonna stay where you are right now. And that is self-parenting. It's not letting yourself off the hook, but it's not expecting yourself to suddenly become somebody else overnight. Would you like daily text messages of support, positivity, and love sent personally from me straight to your phone? Then sign up for Wake Up With Em. It's the affirmation service you didn't know you needed. The first month is free if you follow the link in the show notes. Good morning. You're awesome. Just really quickly before I wrap up on this one, I really do want to loop back to this idea of like overwhelm. And I actually did recently a, an episode about why procrastination is not your problem. And I suggest that you go and listen to that episode. I'll link it in the show notes. Overwhelm isn't the problem. Overwhelm is a symptom of the problem that you have, and I suspect that underlying all of this is that you have got one of those identities that I spoke about at the beginning, one of those archetypes, one of those Barbies, right, one of those babushka dolls inside you that does not want you to change And it has got a louder voice than you have given it credit for, probably because you haven't been curious enough to listen to all of the different versions of you that you've got going on inside. They're probably all screaming at you at the same time. And they've got this like cacophony choir of just like white noise in your head. And so through meditation and mindfulness practices, through journaling, through investing some money in a personal development course, what I suggest that you do is that you go and you begin to start listening to the different versions of you that you've got, the different stories that they're bringing to the table for you, the different identities that you've got going on inside of you. And once you get really curious with that and you make better friends with those different versions of you, even the ones that have you do the things that you don't want to do, All right, we need to come into a place of full acceptance with ourselves, even the shit bits that we wish were different. We can't we can't aim for this, like, nirvana of self-love if we think that there are bits of us that we dislike or that we don't want or that we want to get rid of. Like, we must be in full acceptance of who we are so that we can, with love and compassion, begin to parent those bits of us that are causing us to take action, which is against who it is that we want to be overall. And so... We need to identify the version of you that has probably got quite a big identity grip that is like, oh, that all feels too hard. I don't know who will be if we make these changes. I don't know if my partner will still love me if I create this change for myself. Like that, that version of you, we need to identify her and, and, and give her a bit more attention so that she can feel safe in the change that you wanna make, which is why you bought the course, it's why you did the thing, it's why you signed up, it's why you bought the book. So there's definitely work to be done there in really like delving into all of your different identities and accepting all of them so that you can begin to really put more attention and focus and nourish and encourage the ones which are gonna help you take the action towards becoming the version of you that you wanna be, whilst not berating or humiliating or ridiculing the bits of us that maybe aren't in line with who it is that we wanna be. Because they're still parts of you, right? The bitchy mean girl's part of me is still a part of me. And, And the more bitchy I am to her, the more bitchy she grows. So I have to come to her with love and compassion. You don't always like your children Sometimes your children do things and you want to fucking punch them in the face, I would imagine. Doesn't mean you're going to, but you always love them. And so it's about cultivating that relationship with yourself, which is like, hey, come on, man. That wasn't acceptable behavior today. That wasn't okay. I love you. And I believe that you can do a bit better than that. So let's try and do a bit better tomorrow. That's the relationship that you need to be having with yourself. That's what self-parenting is. So I trust that that has been useful. Just jumping into the comments and questions. I love that analysis. Yes, I love it. Covering so much today, Emily. I'm sharing it with everyone. Awesome. Yeah, please do go ahead and share this um, episode. You can tag your friends in the IGTV video on instagram unashamedly emily you i think you can even share the video from facebook if you want to from the facebook group unashamedly human and of course as soon as the unashamedly human podcast episode is launched you can share the shit out of that if you're listening on itunes please rate and review it really 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 helps other people find these episodes that's it for today's episode i trust you loved it and remember you can join me as i record these episodes live All of the details are in the show notes. If you love this episode, I'd really appreciate you sharing it on your socials. And please tag me, unashamedly, Emily. You can also share it through Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, then please rate and review. It really helps other people find this valuable content. And as always, nothing beats a good bit of word of mouth. So let your mates know all about this podcast. If you're interested in joining my global coaching community, The Unashamedly Human Hub, check out the link in the show notes. See you in the next episode and keep being brave.